Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's April 7, 2015 and this is episode 466. Over the years I've developed and evolved a pretty sound file management workflow for working with Lightroom on multiple computers both in the office and when I'm travelling. I've talked about various aspects of this in previous episodes, but I thought I'd report on my current workflow in its entirety today, as a number of people have asked about this recently. I'm going to explain how I currently manage my Lightroom catalogue, settings and presets, and my photographs and video archives, including how I now move from one computer to another quite seamlessly. But first, a little background. Until now, I've kept my Lightroom catalogue on the internal hard drive of my desktop and laptop computers and synced between the two before I made any major changes to the library. This works and if you have a fast enough network, it's not too much of a pain to sync your catalogues, but because the previews that Lightroom creates can become quite a hefty chunk of data, I used to leave them out of my synchronization which means that I'd have to rebuild previews on the other computer before I could quickly review images. If I synchronised the image previews as well, it took quite a bit longer, and that can really slow you down when you need to move computers, which I sometimes do multiple times a day. My entire digital workflow revolves around Lightroom, so rather than syncing the Lightroom catalogue and my most recent work from computer to computer, I figured that it would be easier to just put it all on an external hard drive and move that around. I've been doing this for a while now and I've never been happier with my workflow, which is why I decided to share this today. Let's first look at what you need to put on that external hard drive to make this all work smoothly. Firstly, I recommend that you set up Lightroom so that it saves all of its presets with the catalogue. This means that when you move the Lightroom catalogue, all of your settings will go with it. If you don't do this, you'll still have to sync the settings around separately, which we want to avoid. To make this change, go to Lightroom's Preferences and then under the Presets tab, turn on the Store Presets with this catalogue checkbox. You'll now see a Lightroom Settings folder in the same location as your Lightroom catalogue. If you don't know where your Lightroom catalogue is, go to the Catalogue Settings and you'll see the path to your catalogue under the General Tabs Information section. There's a show button there. Click that and check that your Lightroom settings are now with your catalogue. This is also, of course, where you'll need to go to copy your catalogue to your external drive. Note that apart from a catalogue with one image in that I use in an automated process to keep my printer from running unnecessary head cleaning processes, I have all of my images in a single Lightroom catalogue. I currently have almost 300,000 images, including some videos, in my catalogue, and it runs fine, so I like to keep them all in a single catalogue. 
This makes it easier to search across my entire library for images and build collections from absolutely anything I've shot. If you use multiple catalogues, you'll need to decide which ones to use with this workflow or just ensure that you move them all to your external hard drive. To ensure that Lightroom works as fast as it can with this portable workflow, I recently bought a Drobo Mini with four 1TB 7200 RPM hard drives and a crucial 250GB mSATA internal SSD, which I put into the bottom of the Drobo Mini as an accelerator disk. This speeds up Drobos so that as long as you are using Thunderbolt to connect them to your computer, you really just don't have to worry about the hard drive speed. It's not as fast as an internal SSD, but it's fast enough to run Lightroom stress-free directly from the external hard drive. You can also run Lightroom from slower portable hard drives, but I suggest that if you do that, you get at least uh, USB 3 connected drives such as the WD My Passport Ultra drives that I use in my ultralight portable workflow that we'll look at shortly. This is something that I do when I simply cannot carry the weight of the Drobo Mini in addition to my laptop. This may be necessary, especially when traveling overseas, as one of the downsides of the Drobo Mini is that it isn't very, well, mini. It really is quite a hefty piece of kit to carry around in addition to a laptop. In addition to my Lightroom catalogue and settings, I also keep my main archive of all my best work to date, which I call my finals or final selects, on my Drobo Mini, as well as all of the photographs and video that I've taken during the current year. So basically most of what I need to access regularly is in one place and always available even when I travel. My main archive of all images and video that I've ever shot and not deleted is almost seven terabytes of data. So it's not practical to keep all of this on my portable hard drive. And because I have every image that I ever thought was good enough to sell or to show people in my finals folder, it's not necessary. I can still get to my raw files and any TIFF or PSD files that I might have also created from them right there on my portable drive. So what I call my photo originals folder lives on my Drobo 5D attached to a desktop computer in my office studio. This is literally everything from every shoot that I've done that didn't get deleted. One thing that will cause you to get frustrated with a strategy like this when you're synchronizing folders around and have photos in multiple places is if you lose track of which copy is your main copy. As you can see in the screenshot that I've attached to the blog here, which is at mbp.ac 466, I have my finals folder on both my Drobo Mini and my Drobo number one drive, which is a Drobo 5D. The main reason I do this is so that it gets backed up into the cloud via Backblaze. And we'll talk about that shortly. But it's important to try to keep this as a backup copy and not a working folder of images. 
I do sometimes just need to reference images or grab something quickly over my network. And because my iMac stays on all of the time, from anywhere in my house I can connect to the Drobo and access my final selects. This is also why I keep this linked to Lightroom, but I don't do any editing or create collections from the Drobo OneDrive because it not only causes you to look, lose track of changes and break your Lightroom catalog collections while you're traveling, but you also have to sync your changes back to your main copy. This is doable quite easily, but I find it much better to not get into that. And my portable hard drive solution that we're looking at today helps us to avoid this too. Okay, so I know that this will be heavy going without some form of graphical representation of what I'm talking about. So I've created a few diagrams for us to reference today as I explain this further. Let's first look at my main computer. We all use at least one computer to work on our images. So this should be useful even if you don't use a laptop to in addition to your base computer. You'll see that on the left of my diagram, my workflow starts with transferring images from the camera to my portable hard drive, which is connected to my iMac or my base computer. This could just as easily be a Windows machine. It's not important what system you use, but it is important to note here that my images go into a folder for my current year on my external hard drive along with the Lightroom catalog and my settings and presets. As I mentioned, I keep my main photo and video archive, my photo originals folder on a Drobo 5D, which is always attached to my base computer. As soon as I've finished transferring images from my camera and have them renamed I, and if time allows, go through and do at least my first quick check of the images. Then I copy the folder for that shoot to my Drobo 5D. Here it's called the Drobo number one. As you can see from the diagram, because I have Backblaze set up on my iMac, as soon as I copy any new images to the Drobo 5D, they start to back up into the cloud. This will continue to synchronize changes to this Drobo 5D as soon as, you know, if I add edit images and then sync them across, they'll all get synced into the, back, the Backblaze cloud. But I want to start my new cloud backup as quickly as possible. Any later changes will also sync into the cloud. So there's really little reason to wait on this unless you're paying for data upload or something like that. There's one last element of this computer setup that I'd like to talk about before we move on, and that's my second Drobo 5D, which is purely for local backup purposes. I know that this is a little paranoid, but bear with me. The Drobo 5D can have one hard disk fail without losing any data. If a hard disk fails, you simply pull it out and put in a new hard drive and the Drobo will automatically write the necessary data back to the new drive and you're safe against hard disk failures again. In my paranoid mind though, that's not enough to feel safe. 
I could have a second hard disk fail before my data is fully secured after replacing the first one, the failed one, and the entire unit could fail too, leaving me with nothing local to fall back on. Assuming my Backblaze backup had already completed, I could of course download or have them send me my cloud backup on hard drives, but that takes time and I'd be panicking for days until my data was restored, so I just prefer to have a second local backup, as we can see in this third diagram. For all of my file synchronization, I use Chronosync from Econ Technologies. This is the only operating system specific part of my workflow that we'll touch on today. Chronosync is only for the Mac OS. When I used Windows, I used to use a command line tool called Robocopy, but I haven't used that for years, so we won't go into detail on the Windows alternative today. If you know of a great tool that you'd like to recommend for Windows, please just drop a note into the comments section for this blog post. Chronosync is an incredibly powerful file synchronization tool. It's important that you actually read the help to avoid deleting files unintentionally, but once you've got a good understanding of how it works, it can make life a lot easier. One of the reasons for this is because you can save your synchronization tasks and open them again later to rerun them. For example, after I've transferred my images from my camera to my Drobo Mini, to copy them to my Drobo 5D and start my Backblaze backup, I simply launch a saved sync task that will look for anything that has been changed or deleted from my 2015 folder on my Drobo Mini and copy or delete it from my Drobo 5D as necessary. As I work on my files from a new shoot, or make any changes to my earlier 2015 files on my Drobo Mini, I just run this task again. For the whole of 2015, the current year, I will use my Drobo Mini as my main, main archive, and the Drobo 5D 2015 folder will be my backup, so I generally just mirror the changes across. If necessary, you can do a synchronization and copy any changes that you make to the target drive back to your main copy simply by changing the operation that you can see in the middle of the screenshot from Chronosync. A couple of important things to note here are that I usually run the trial sync with the button in the toolbar in Chronosync before I actually execute the sync task. This is like a dummy run and it really just helps you. You get a dialogue to see what will be copied or deleted so that you can check that you haven't made any stupid mistakes before you actually make them. The other thing is that you can select whether to delete files immediately or move them to trash or just move them to an archive folder instead of deleting them. I don't like to move to an archive folder because you end up with archive folders everywhere. But I do like to turn on to just move the files to trash rather than deleting them immediately. This is just another safety net. 
Because I have a 2015 or current year folder in my photos originals, photo originals directory on my Drobo 5D, once I've synced any images, I right click that folder in Lightroom and select synchronize folder. This tells Lightroom to check the contents of the folder for anything new or removed. And you can also have it check for metadata changes as well. Once I've completed my editing of a shoot and I have my finals or my final selects, I copy these to the appropriate year in my finals archive folder. Everything from the current year goes into a single folder under finals. If I've created a TIFF or PSD copy of my raw file, say to create a black and white version in Silver Effects Pro, or I did a, a bit of work in Photoshop, then I will keep both the raw file and the new format files together. If no copies were made, I just copied the raw files into the finals folder. Because I star, star rate my images to help with filtering, when I'm ready to copy my files, I just filter out anything with two stars or above. In my rating system, two stars means it's an original raw file. Three stars is anything that I will present to offset for consideration or you know, for inclusion in my stock library. Four stars are images that I consider good enough to show people or use in blog posts, etc. And five stars are what I consider portfolio quality images. So when I'm ready to copy my final selects to my finals folder, I simply filter out anything that's two stars or above from my original shoot folder and use a Lightroom export preset to copy these to my finals folder on my Drobo Mini and my Drobo 5D. At this point, I copy to both locations because I can add the images to the Lightroom catalog at this point, And that saves me from synchronizing the finals folder after copying files across manually or using Chronosync. The important thing to note here too is that this, although this is an export, I'm not creating JPEGs or any other new format. I select original as the for format for both videos and the file settings section. This ensures that the files are copied to the new locations as they are. Nothing's created, it's just a, a copy of the same original raw file or TIFF or PSD. Once I've set up something like what we see in the screenshot that I've captured here, I can just save this as a preset and then when I'm ready to copy my final selects to my finals folder, I just have to select them. Like I say, I filter them out and then right click them and select copy original to Drobo Mini 2015 finals, which is what I called the preset. And I have a second preset to copy to my Drobo 5D. To close the loop on the diagram before we move on, I guess I should just mention that to mirror the contents of my Drobo 5D to my second Drobo 5D, I also use a Chronosync task. But because we will mirror the root of the drive, 
I set up a few rules to prevent Chronosync from copying and overwriting some important system files. And we can see the files that I, I've specified in this screenshot. Okay, so now you'll see that we have a pretty sound process in place for managing images based on a Lightroom catalog and a few Chronosync tasks that we can launch and run when changes have been made. It's a little more complicated than simply transferring images from your camera to your hard drive in short inside your base computer. But remember that there is that main key advantage to having everything that you need and use regularly on that external drive. With your workflow set up this way, all you have to do to access your images on another computer is to eject your portable hard drive from the base computer and plug it into another one. Whether you are in another part of your house or office or on the other side of the planet, if you plug in your portable hard drive, you have access to everything necessary to start Lightroom and continue working as you would on your base computer. Because Lightroom remembers the last catalog that you opened, it automatically goes to the external drive, even if you open Lightroom with the application icon. Of course, to cause this to happen, when you first move your Lightroom catalog to the external hard drive, you'll need to double click on the catalog in its new location to force it to open from there. But as long as you have Lightroom set up to open the last catalogue, that's the only time you'll have to do this. You can also select File, Open Catalogue and navigate to your new catalogue location too, but again, you'll only have to do this once. Of course, because the main archive of all of your images that I call my photo originals lives on a hard drive on the base computer, that won't be accessible. But when Lightroom can't see something, it just marks the folder with a question mark to let you know that it's offline. You can still click on the folders and if you have previews created, you can even see the images. If you need to be able to edit photos that are essentially offline, you can enable this by going to Library, Previews and selecting Build Smart Previews. But without that, you can't edit images in the develop module, etc. until you go back to your base computer. The point is, though, that Lightroom handles all of this gracefully. The other items that you'll notice in Diagram 4 is my mobile backup drives. I use WD My Passport Ultra USB 3 drives because I think they provide great cost performance at just $99 for two terabyte drives. These are a little bit fatter than the one terabyte drives, but I like to be able to back up my entire, entire final selects library onto these drives, as well as all of my current year's photo originals folder. Now, as you know, I'm paranoid. So when I'm traveling, I actually make two backups of my images. This means that as I shoot, I back up all of my current year folder to two separate hard drives, backup one and backup two in the diagram. Again, I use Chronosync for this, 
and just save a task for each backup and run it as necessary. Because I only have two USB ports on my MacBook Pro, I actually have to eject and plug in new drives etc if I'm going to do time machine backups at the same time. But because my Drobo Mini connects with Thunderbolt, I can have both of my backup drives attached at the same time. You can even create containers in Chronosync which can contain multiple tasks. So if you want to backup your images to both of your backup drives without intervention, you can do that quite easily. This is useful if you want to, for example, start off a double backup before taking a shower. I know that some of you will consider this all to be overkill, to have a total of three backups of your images while traveling. But depending on where you're going, I think it's necessary and generally do this whenever I'm on the road. I actually had one of my three external hard drives fail near the start of seven weeks in Antarctica and that was scary enough. If that had been my only backup drive, I'd have been climbing the walls. As I mentioned earlier, the Drobo Mini is a hefty drive to lug around, especially if you'll be jumping on international flights etc. So here are a few ultra portable alternatives that work seamlessly with this workflow. The first one, and the most obvious alternative, is to simply synchronize your Lightroom catalogue to the hard drive of your laptop. But of course this requires that you have a large enough internal hard drive or SSD to hold your Lightroom catalogue, your preview images, and also maybe the images that you'll be shooting as you travel. This is great if you have an internal SSD, because they're lightning fast to work from. But big SSD drives are expensive, and if you'll be traveling for a long time, they'll likely fill up anyway. The second lighter alternative is to use a lighter but still external drive, like my WD My Passport Ultra drives, as the main backup, the main archive, and for your Lightroom catalog, etc. This isn't as smooth and stress-free an experience as working from the Drobo Mini because these drives are much slower, but it works and it's a nice affordable second choice if you're going to be shooting a lot. Lightroom is pretty good at finding your images on the new drive as well, so you know at least on the Mac system. If you if Lightroom can't find your images when you open the catalogue on a different drive, it'll signify that by putting question marks against the folders. Just right click the top level folder and select find missing folder in the shortcut menu and then navigate to the folder on your new hard drive. And this will just remap everything for you, including your previews and in my experience, it will not corrupt your catalogue in any way. If you use this method of using a portable hard drive in a Windows environment, you'll probably need to ensure that the drive letter doesn't change as you move the external hard drive around. I don't know exactly where you do this. It's been so long since I've used Windows, I can't remember exactly where you do this right now, but you can assign a drive letter to your hard drives. 
So it's a good idea to assign something well away from the start of the alphabet, like M for mobile. That way, other drives that you might attach to the computer that will get lettered D, E, F, etc. won't displace your external drives letter. I should also mention that this solution is not ideal is if you switch between Windows and Mac regularly. The catalog can be taken from one operating system to the other and will open, but Windows and the Mac OS reference drives differently. So you'd need to tell the other OS where your files live each time you open the, the catalog and, you know, on the other system. Also, the location of your presets and settings is not recognized. So I personally think it's more trouble than it's worth if you're switching between operating systems. It makes it easy to move from one system to the other, but not really if you want to be switching back and forth. Okay, so I hope that this has been useful for you. Do go over to the blog at mbp.ac 466 and take a look at the diagrams if you haven't already. They'll help you to really understand what I'm talking about here. Having switched my Lightroom catalogue around for the last few years, I'm finding it much easier now to just move my external hard drive around. It might not be for everyone, but I'm really enjoying this workflow. As good workflows should, it just works, and that's important to me. So thanks very much for listening today, and remember, if you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends, and if you don't already, please subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast programme to ensure an interrupted delivery. You can find me on Google+, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com, so do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye.